All right, day 331. That means day 343, nearly a full year since Joey, your president, promised he wouldn't abandon Americans. And I think we're probably the only ones that ever talk about it. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Hope you had a great fourth. Uh, Nice week off. I I get very philosophical on my time off. I just get to stand back, get a little more connected to, to God and the things that matter the most in life. And I follow the news, but a little less intensely than I do when I'm working. And I look at where we are right now, and I I really believe in my heart of hearts that this is the single most important moment inflection point in our in our at least modern history, in terms of the presidency, the direction of the country. The divide that is, I mean, it's almost like we have irreconcilable differences on everything. And the only answer is that this midterm election, Republicans have got to win. And as I've been pointing out, I think the House will be easier. I think the Senate is very hard because of you got every bellwether state possible up for, you know, for in the Senate election. You got Marco Rubio. I think he'll win Florida. Herschel Walker is down in some polls in in Georgia. He's got work to do, but I think he can definitely win that state if he runs a good campaign. Uh, Tim Scott, I believe, will win in South Carolina. Uh, I believe that we have a great shot in North Carolina. I think we got a shot in New Hampshire. I think Ron Johnson, they're dumping tens of millions of dollars to take him out. You got Dr. Oz, who I know is a conservative, and and some people didn't believe me, but I'm just telling you, I've known him for that long a period of time. I wouldn't have supported him if he wasn't. Uh, you got JD in um, um, in, in Ohio. That bi- that's going to be a big race. Missouri's going to be a big race. All bellwether states. Adam Laxalt. We have the 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 Arizona race that's going to be ongoing. This is not a slam dunk. Let me just tell you that from the beginning. You've got interesting times developing um, in terms of the Democrats because nothing is working. You look at every major issue. Tell me what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are doing to make us more successful as a country, to make you and your families more prosperous, to provide more opportunity for people. Because a 41-year high in inflation speaks for itself. We'll get new I got consumer price index numbers on on Wednesday. I know that the Fed, uh, the Atlanta Fed is predicting a 1.2% contraction. Here it is. I got it in front of me. You know, we're watching the GDP, second quarter growth projection. I told you before I went on vacation, they, they had lowered downward their proje- projection to 0.0%. Well, they've lowered it yet again, the, the GDP now model estimate for real GDP growth in the second quarter is negative 1.2%, and that's up from a negative 1.9% projected growth rate on July the 7th. Now, the next GDP, I think I think it's Wednesday, maybe Friday. I got I to gotta go back and look. You know, and I'm, and I'm looking, so much of this is tied to this climate alarmist religious cultism. Joe Biden is headed off to Saudi Arabia. He's headed off to a nation he called the Pariah Nation to meet with the crown prince that he says was responsible for the death of, of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. And he's going there for one reason and one reason only. 
He's going there to kiss their ass that, that they will increase their energy production. You know, he was at the G7 week and a half ago, and I think it was French President Macron who actually said they don't have the capacity to increase energy the way you want. Meanwhile, the Keystone XL pipeline would have been finished by now, and we'd be importing 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil a day, but we'll forget about that, too. Anyway, Reuters is pointing out the U.S. is weighing the possible resumption of arms sales to the Saudis, so he's going to do everything he can do. So he imported last year oil from Iran for the first time since the 90s. He imported, what, nearly 700 million barrels of oil to make Putin rich again. Have we not learned a thing from uh, Western Europe's stupid dependency on Russia for energy, the lifeblood of their economy? And now Putin's decided to sell his energy at lower rates to India and China and, and elsewhere. And he's basically cutting off Western Europe, NATO allies. We, we have the resources, oil, gas, coal, for hundreds of years worth of supply domestically. We don't need to beg OPEC. We don't need a deal that makes the Iranian mullahs and the Saudi government rich again. We don't need emissaries to go to Venezuela. Now, Biden is getting some pushback ahead of his trip to Saudi Arabia from from some members of the progressive caucus. But it doesn't matter. He's still going there and he's still going to suck up to the Saudis. You know, a lot of people, he wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post where he defended his approach to the, to the Middle East and the U.S. strategic partnership with Saudi Arabia. Well, you called them a pariah nation. Now you're going there hand and knee on your, on your, and begging the Saudis like you've been begging OPEC, like you've been basically capitulating to the Iranians because you're too stupid to go back to the policies of energy independence. Oh, Hannity, gas is down $20 a gallon. Why don't you report that? Okay. It's still not $2.39 a gallon, which he inherited. We're, we're not even putting on the table the most obvious answer. The American economy is a disaster, especially for the poor, the middle class, and Americans on fixed incomes. They are, they are getting crushed in all of this because of the climate alarmist religious cultism that they buy into. Now they want the, the Iranian nuclear deal. The, even our Western European allies want this done. They're so stupid, they didn't learn the, the idiocy of giving, in, like, for example, in Germany, to their own environmental extremists, extremists and shutting down their own domestic energy production and becoming reliant on a hostile regime, Russia, and a hostile actor, Vladimir Putin, and importing oil, you know, doing billion-dollar deals with Russia. And now that everybody has obviously stood up and said, you can't invade a sovereign country, well, that's pissed off Vladimir Putin, so he's turned off the spigot, which, by the way, I warned would happen, Donald Trump warned would happen. They now appear to want a nuclear deal because they didn't learn a damn thing from the last bit of stupidity they were involved in. You know, Germany is now Iran's top trading partner. Italy is now second. You're doing a deal with the devil. This is a country that is the number one state sponsor of terrorism. This is a country that repeatedly calls to annihilate Israel and the United States.
Why would you make them rich again? When you made Putin rich again, it resulted in an innocent country being invaded. That didn't work out well for anybody. And then it gets even worse. We found out over the weekend, a lot of GOP lawmakers are angry because Biden apparently last week, following reports of the um, our emergency strategic petroleum reserves, we're sending oil to China. More than 5 million barrels of oil released from the strategic petroleum reserves have been diverted to European and Asian nations instead of U.S. refineries. Uh, we're even, he's even dumber than I thought, if it's even him making the decision. And on top of that, Wall Street Journal had an interesting piece out how our EPA has now announced that they may soon deem parts of the uh, Permian Basin in Texas and New Mexico in, quote, non-attainment because of ozone standards. So we have Putin the pipeline. We're selling oil, our strategic reserves to China. By the way, the same company Hunter Biden is involved in, but that's a, that's a side note. You cancel the Keystone XL pipeline. You cancel new oil leases, you know, d- domestically on federal lands. You do everything possible to stop production. You, you, you eliminate the possibility of going to Anwar. And then Biden, then, you know, he's always got to blame somebody. I thought it was Russia's fault of Ukraine. Now he's blaming Republicans for every economic problem we have. I thought it was Russia's fault. He's blaming Republicans for the country's economic problems. These are his policies. Republicans have no power. They don't have the House. They don't have the Senate. They don't have the White House. This is all Joe Biden and his new Green Deal climate alarmist religious cultist. And they're obviously not paying attention to the fact that he's on, what, an 88% wrong track. The country's on the wrong track. Uh, he got a new poll out, which is a disaster for him at 30, what, two, 33 percent. You know, you've got Gina Raimondo praising the strong economy and shrinking unemployment numbers. Well, let's find out what the CPI is, consumer price index, inflation numbers are when they come out later this week. I'd see the Wednesday or Friday. You know, gas station owners are blamed when prices, you know, rose. Oh, they've gone down a little bit. Why don't you praise what, what did Biden do to help increase the world supply? Nothing. And getting the, increasing the world supply by kissing the ass of countries that hate us is really dumb on top of everything else. You know, he's blaming Republicans. Republicans are doing nothing but obstructing. I mean, what, what do you believe Americans are idiots that, that we can't see? You inherited energy independence. Why did you abandon it? Why don't you return to it? You know, we'll we'll find out if this recession is real. Remember, inflation was supposed to be transitory. We'll find out how transitory it is again this week. You know, she isn't too worried, the Commerce Secretary, about the overall health of the economy. She has a bone to pick on one particular issue, women's access to participating in the workforce. What is she talking about? Pete Buttigieg is out there, you know, attacking the airlines as if it's their problem. Unbelievable. You know, and every single day you go to a gas station, every store you go to, every time you get your heating and cooling bills, you're going to be reminded Joe caused that. Joe Biden and the radical Democratic New Green Deal socialists caused all of this. Now, the economist that correctly predicted inflation is predicting even more. 
A lot of them, hundreds of economists employed by the Federal Reserve, they were blindsided by the wave of inflation. They all said it was transitory based on their calculation. Anyway, if you look at, for example, Steve Hank, you know, at the end of 2023, he expects inflation to stay elevated above 6% year over year. We can't afford 6% inflation. It's crushing the people that Democrats claim to have a monopoly of compassion on, but it's not. Anyways, from Johns Hopkins, the applied economics and John Greenwood, chief economist at Invesco in London, predicted last July that the U.S. CPI, the most popular measure of inflation, would reach at least six and as much as nine percent by the end of 2021. Well, the CPI was up seven percent in December year over year. Then we hit a 41 year high in May of eight point six percent. A lot of economists, politicians, Jerome Powell, Biden blamed it on supply chain disruptions and blamed it on Vladimir Putin. No, it's their policies that are causing this. You know, natural gas, you know, soaring 700 percent, becoming the driving force in the new Cold War, according to Bloomberg. Natural gas now rivals oil as the fuel that shapes geopolitics. And there isn't enough to go around. We have 200 plus years supply of natural gas. Why don't we use it? That would be the smart answer. But don't expect common sense to ever win out in this battle. All right. But you worried about your family. First and foremost, I have a way everybody can save money and a lot of it. Average family saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families saving much more. But we're all getting pinched right now. You're all paying two-thirds of Americans a living paycheck to paycheck. And they shut down every possible way to become energy independent again. And anyway, one way you can save money, don't stay with the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and support them because Pure Talk will give you the same service, the same cell towers, the same 5G network. You keep the same phone, the same number, and you save all this money. There's a no-risk money-back guarantee. You will not regret doing this. Join the stampede of literally hundreds of thousands of us. Make the switch. It takes less than 10 minutes. You'll be switched over to pure talk and save again on average family over you know close to a thousand dollars a year many much more dial pound 250 on yourself save the keyword save now you'll also if you do it now save an additional 50 percent off your first month pure talk keyword save now pound 250 on yourself